Apple's Developers Conference kicks off on Monday. What can we expect to see and hope to see from Apple? We'll talk about that and more in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning, Roman. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference is next week, and the keynote is on Monday. Everyone can watch the keynote. It's on Apple's site. It's on YouTube. It's on Apple TV. And But this is also the keynote to watch because WWDC is where Apple does several major product announcements. It shows off the next versions of its operating systems and are often hardware reveals. Best um, event of the year. Yes. So if you have to pick one keynote to watch, I know it sounds stupid. This is the <laughs> one to watch. I'm just trying to emphasize hey, how important it is. People do get excited get excited about new iPhones, but like yeah. the new new right. iOS is what impacts a billion people. Like that's yes. like Thank everyone's going to get that. So that's yeah, what the, I was the, trying to emphasize. Yeah, the, the the hardware is pretty, but it's nothing without the software. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of us have recent hardware that we're always hoping uh, get some software fix or feature. You know, like if you just bought an iPad Pro, you're really hoping iPad OS is yeah. like more. Yeah, that's that's the of a change, right? To. Like, yeah. that's so. it. It's they they have to if the, if iPad OS goes another year with you know incremental nothing major that's a <laughs> yeah. i mean that's just a basically opportunity yeah being not much more than yeah. the ipad version of ios right i mean right. they can't they can't do that i mean they has a uh the the with the 12.9 inch the xdr display the m1 processor 16 gigs of ram something has to be coming they have to because if yeah. they don't it's just I feel like, like this is the however many year that we've said that so yeah well, I don't, it is I don't... it absolutely is but th this this since they just launched that pro Mm -hmm. it does seem like they're setting us up for a major change. You know, but we said that in 2018 when they did the, the Pro That's with true. the 812X and <laughs> the did, USB C port and stuff. And we're like, oh, they're going to make it way more of a, you know, and they, and they, still don't i mean they did do the multitasking but that's nothing special yeah. they just added yet another yeah. way to multitask yeah. <laughs> there's like four different ways to multitask on an ipad and it and that needs to change yes there's yeah. like split views and there's the the thing on the side and there's all the gestures it's probably the most confusing apple navigation they've ever released yeah so you know I, yeah i don't know in terms of what we actually heard, rumors-wise and stuff, not a lot about iPadOS, but we right. have heard that they're going to let you put widgets wherever you want on the home screen. Even they said even making it all widgets, which ma makes me feel like they're probably right. going to do the Apple library, which is which the is Apple library widget thing. Yeah, it's basically taking the I don't know why it didn't come come last year, but yeah, it's yeah. taking iOS 14 and putting it on the iPad. If that's all we get, I mean that's that's just ridiculously. Yeah, I think. I think yeah, better not be all again. That plus whatever iOS 15 kind of gives us, but but it needs it needs a, a better file management, a finder like interface, pro apps, multiple multiple users. Like there are things that it needs to have. Yeah, files is better than what used to be on iOS and all that stuff, but it needs to be right. uh, a little more robust on a system where you're just gonna they keep advertising it as this thing you put a put on a keyboard and do real work. And yeah, there needs to be more robust file. Management. The only thing you do with the keyboard is type. I mean, it doesn't really change anything about the iPad. 
Well, yeah, but I, I just mean that like uh, they keep promoting it as a, a device you sit down to do serious work, create not just creative work, but like, you know, other stuff too. It can do all your stuff and it can, but it just needs software to match. Yeah. Is it too simple to say that iPadOS needs to be more Mac-like? Well, no. I mean, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't necessarily need to do things the way that Mac do, does things, right. but it needs to solve some of the same problems that yeah. that Mac West solves about being right. a, I run multiple applications at the same time right. and have them work together and manage my files and stuff like that. Yeah. Device. Like, and, it needs to be closer to the Mac than it, than it is to the iPhone. And right yeah. now it's the opposite. Yeah, I think so. Because I think when people say that, people think, I don't want my iPad to look like a Mac, but that's not what we're saying. We're talking, it's more about right. functionality and right. not about mm -hmm. UI. Yeah, I don't, the, the yeah. core concept of the iPad is great. It just needs to be able to do more things quickly like you can with the Mac. Yeah. There are plenty of people who don't want it. They also right. want to do real work and get real things done on the iPad. And it's just too, it's too complicated and there's too many roadblocks there. I think maybe one of the issues that they have is that there's such a delta between a brand new regular iPad, 9.7 inch, right. you know, iPad and this iPad pro, but that in terms of everything and, uh, and not just in terms of capabilities, but also in terms of, you know, how people, how the expected customers of those expect to use them. Would it, would it be terrible to have features and uh, whatever you want to call it? dedicated to the ipad pro i think it'd be confusing in a way it doesn't need to be i mean they don't do that with like the mac for example mm -hmm. you know right um they just make more powerful and capable ones and stuff so yeah i mean it, it, i don't have a or magic let's say wand how about wave, this? what if like but, xcode say they came out with xcode but it only ran on the ipad pro because it has the MIT. sure that's just an app Ooh. that's that's not the os right right well, that's 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 right. kind of what I mean. Like, I, I guess that's what I'm talking about. Like, like oh, features, sure, apps, yeah. things Where's dedicated. Final Cut? Final Cut, another one. Right. You know, we have the M1 processor, we have eight gigs, sixteen gigs of RAM. Mm -hmm. If you want to run Final Cut, you have to get the, um, the iPad Pro. iPad OS, we hope, has some major changes. This WWDC, kind of hand to hand. Does what about iOS 15? What do you guys think about iOS 15? Do, um, it's it's kind of stunned me how little has leaked about all this OS stuff. Um, we know the most, no, we've heard the most about iOS 15 compared to all the other OSs and it's not um, still not much, but we yeah. hear one of the main things is supposed to be that um, they're going to change the way notifications work, especially on the lock screen to mm -hmm. be based on having notifications operate different, differently depending on what your activity is. So it, the phone would be able to detect for example, that you're driving and handle notifications, you would have, when I'm driving, do this with notifications. When I'm, you know, may, maybe only these apps right. pick, kick off a notification when I'm driving. Everything else goes into notification, is silently delivered or something. So driving, sleeping, walking, like they had different activities and notifications are handled differently. Which they, you know, there's like disparate parts of the OS that kind of do that now, but this would be seeming right. Like tying it all into how notifications interface. are delivered. Is right. that, I worry a little bit about um, them making it more flexible and user adjustable because people don't change things. 
<laughs> so it's gonna, <laughs> what the defaults are going to matter a lot. They really need to get notifications under control because uh, notifications are a disaster on every mobile device. And people like us go in and tweak things, but everybody else just has a screen full of notifications that they mostly ignore. So making the defaults better is, is I think, going to be a big deal. Maybe this is all part of it. So yeah, and along with that, the, um, the lock screen itself is due for some visual and maybe some functional changes as well, which is yep. overdue in my mind. Yep, I mean, agreed. You t every time a notification comes in, the whole phone lights up. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, there are there are ways to make that better and sleeker. And I'm hoping an always-on display, at least for the OLED models, but that might be just for the iPhone My, 15. I don't, I don't know. That seems like one of those things that Apple does where it's technically completely possible, right. <laughs> but they're just going to make it on the new model on anyway. The new phone. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but we might see hints of that. We might see things like, uh, we've heard that when they do that, there'll be complications simpler, similar to the Apple Watch that mm -hmm. apps could tie into and a framework for apps to tie into it. And that's how you're always yeah. on will work. And if we see that, then we'll maybe have hints that an always on is also coming. Likely a uh, further push into privacy. I mean, that's every OS lately yes. has been, Apple has released something else that, that pisses off somebody in the industry. <laughs> to keep things private, to keep things safe and secure. And, you know, iOS 14 was huge for that. And I, I expect them to continue to differentiate the iPhone and say, hey, listen, if you care about yeah. privacy, if you value yeah. this stuff, this is the phone to buy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if during the keynote, there's a huge or sizable section devoted to talking about app tracking, how well it's going or right. Yeah, I saw, that I saw an bit. ad the other day. I, I hadn't realized they had this. It was really good. So it showed a guy going into a store and buying something with with Apple Pay or something, and then like like the guy follows him, and then he goes and and at by the end of the commercial, there's like a bunch of people just following him around, and he gets home and he he swipes a toggle and everyone just disappears. It, it was fantastic. Huh. Like they're not messing around with this thing. They want you to turn it off. They want you to know. Yeah, this is a. It's not just a, a lip service feature. This is. Yeah, they want you to they, use this. It's a selling point. They want to sell iPhones yeah. by saying like, "This is the one that protects your privacy." And by, sure. and the implication is that all the non iPhones are, right, like making you tracked <laughs> and everything everywhere. Um, speaking of tracking, uh, one of the rumored features is that the fitness app will have a food tracking uh, thing, yeah. which similar to like my Fitness Pal or Lose It and something. I think that would be awesome. That's, mm -hmm. those are, that's one of my favorite features of other fitness <laughs> apps is the ability to scan a barcode and say, I'm eating this or have a crowdsourced database of regular food items that you can, I don't know how to manage a database for that, but it would be really useful yeah. to, to build into the whole fitness and rings and everything ecosystem of Apple, what you're eating. It's the big missing piece of fitness on the iPhone right now. Yeah, and that would be cool for the, I don't know how it would work on Apple Watch, but it would be cool to have that, something like that built into the Apple Watch as well. So if you're out, you don't have your phone with you, you could still somehow log things on the watch. I, yeah, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, because um, it, it doesn't have a camera, obviously. It doesn't have a camera. It's going to be really hard to like type in yeah. your food thing and look through results and stuff, but yeah, maybe do stuff with voice. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we haven't heard anything. The one thing we haven't heard anything about, we wish for every year is like some major Siri overhaul. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we yeah, just I mean, last not, year got the thing where it doesn't take over the whole screen. Right. <laughs> right. It only took six years for that to happen. I know. 
I almost don't want Siri updates because we, what, what are we going to write about? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And something to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not surprising that we haven't heard rumors because like that's all in-house stuff. So it's yeah. not, you know, that, that to, for that to leak someone inside Apple park has to, you know, move that to uh, a leaker of some sort. It's not like hardware where there's things all over the place. So, uh, you, you know, I, I can't remember. Was the app, the, so the app library and stuff, was that leaked ahead of time? All those iOS 14 oh. changes? I don't remember if it was. Maybe we heard like vague rumors yes. of like, a, like a, a change to the home screen. But Yeah, I think that's what we heard yeah. is, is a redesigned home screen and stuff. And we didn't really know, we didn't know. the extent of what that meant. So I think yeah, it's it, been one of those things that's successful and, and not, like it's been very successful in, I think they're very good features and people who take advantage of them really like them. Uh, but I think the problem is that if you don't change from the defaults, you just have screens right. full of icons and no widgets right. and you don't use the app library. And and I I see people walking around with their iPhones. Anytime I look over someone's shoulder, I see their iPhone. It's just screen after screen. Yeah. icon. They don't use I mean, folders. To be fair, some people do like that. <laughs> yeah, but I just right. think a lot of people Muscle just don't even... Yeah, it doesn't even right. kind of push people to go like, hey, clean this up. Did you try this? Yeah. 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 Or just in, in, involve Siri in it. Just have it pro- pop up something maybe once a month that says like, you haven't used these apps in a long in 90 days. Uh, do you want us to just put them in the app library and get them off your mm-hmm. home screen for you? Yeah. Do you want us to reorganize yeah, your home it'll screen? It'll do that, so that if you go into IP, uh, uh, settings, storage, manage storage, and then you'll you'll be able to offload unused apps. But you got to go there. And it still only happens when you your storage when starts your to storage get full, full, right? And it needs to. <laughs> right. I'm just talking about just like, hey, you, yeah, you want sure. us to tidy up your home screen a bit? <laughs> or to- you know, like you downloaded this app a week ago. Do you want to check it out? Yeah, because I do that all the time. I download something and I forget all about it. Especially now that it's not it's not looking me at me in the face. Yeah, some 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 intelligence around this, um, where the defaults aren't always just no because people just won't read it and just hit God just no just get out of my face. So I think the only other real major rumor we've heard about iOS 15 is that the messages is going to get some new features and overhauls where iMessage is meant to work even more like sort of. a social, social net. They, they say a social network, but uh, I think more like sort of WeChat and yeah. stuff like that, where they're just kind of make make it more useful for more people. Yeah, that's basically it. Like we don't. Yeah, we don't it's very very little, and there's always going to be a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's so always it's like exciting because it's always ish features. Yeah. yeah, which makes our job very difficult because <laughs> don't know what to write. <laughs> that's what we're here for, though. Uh, that's uh, that's why we're looking forward to to yeah. WWDC is because we these things don't leak. We don't know all about it. We're already starting to hear about iPhone 13 and that's not for months. We're starting to hear about iPhone 14. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. So do we know much about watch OS eight? Speaking of stuff, we don't Nothing. know much about even, even less. <laughs> yes. Even less. Yeah. We had some rumors about, we usually don't hear much because uh, so many new watch OS features are t- wrapped around the new watch hardware, which comes in the fall. So there's a new watch OS and it might have a feature or two, but re- the real new features come when the new watch comes. And that, that might be true again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, they, they roll out a couple of things. Yeah. New watch faces. Last year we got the um, sleep tracking. Sleep, yeah. Sleep tracking was a big one and Ooh. the ability for like 
developers to develop like a watch face build like around complications that you could download or something. I forget what it was called. It's complication stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah you no still one can't actually make really faces. did it. You right, right. It was like a it was like a right the existing face, but you could do the complication based on a specific app. Oh, the main thing they did was you can share a watch face. That's, That's what, what they was. did. Oh, so right. so you have a watch face with these settings and colors and complications and stuff. And then you could share that. And that was for users. You can share that over social media and to other iOS users and send it iMessages. And it's cool in that if you saw somebody else with an Apple watch and you were like, oh, that looks really cool. What is that? And they could just share it to you instead of you having to configure everything. But I don't know anyone who's yeah, used it. I don't it. know anyone who's used it either. Speaking of operating systems we know even less about, there's also TVOS. How many minutes do you think they'll devote to that? One or two? Yeah, very little. Um, I, I want to see a massive overhaul of TVOS that, that basically brings the Apple TV app onto the home screen. But I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I would. you can make it so that the TV button takes you to the TV app instead of the home screen. Right. Like that's a setting. But yeah, I'd like to see that intelligent, like what, what to watch and what's yeah. next stuff brought up onto front, the front same center, yeah. level as launching your apps. Because there are apps you got to launch. Like Netflix yeah. doesn't yeah, participate in the TV apps. Right. So I don't want to have to go to Netflix just because I also want to see all that smart stuff. Yeah, it's also, you know, with the with the launch of all the streaming stuff, we've kind of lost that like like a like a cable TV guide where you would just go through and flip yeah. through something that you want to watch. You don't know what you want to watch. You you, know, you want to watch something. Now you kind of have to know. I want to watch Handmaid's Tale. I want to watch This Is Us. I want to watch something. Mm -hmm. uh, that concept, pulling that out, putting that on the screen, and having it be you know smart with Siri and you know contextually aware, all that stuff would really help turn the apple tv into more of a, of a device like a discovery type device yeah it works pretty well like you said in the tv app in the TV for app, those yeah. apps that uh work together with the tv app like prime yeah. video and hulu and stuff like you, it it's, does a good job suggesting things from those and you can launch right into them and stuff but there are apps that don't and i i don't know that apple's going to be able to make that happen but i'd like to see it all brought together yeah I'd like to see them do more with the fitness app. The fitness app right now is just for fitness plus like you launch it and it goes like, it looks at your Apple watch and goes like, who's exercising and you go right into fitness plus. And I'd like to see it. Let me see all my fitness stats, <laughs> you know, yep. Yep. like I do on my iPhone and stuff. So earlier this week, there was some buzz about a reference to home OS, home OS yeah. beta yeah. of uh, iOS, I believe. But it then was Apple in a job listing. It was a job. Oh, it was a job listing. listing, right? That's what yeah. it was a job listing. Um, that was quickly, quickly deleted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as it, it were. It would not surprise me if they were taking HomePod. Yeah, what runs on HomePod? People seem to think maybe Apple TV. Maybe that is. Maybe it isn't. But HomePod. There's talk of that they're developing a HomePod that has a screen, which I think they're like four years late to the party. Yeah. On. And, but it's still uh, important that they need to make it. Yeah, you would have a different interface because these are things that like they they have screens, but you still primarily use them with voice. They do need to start working with third-party apps in some way. You'd have different right. frameworks and stuff for that. So it makes sense for there to be a home OS. Yeah, if, if there's a visual component, there has to be something new. Right. You can't just plug an iPhone screen onto a speaker 
to, you know, it's got to be very specific. Yeah, like look at you, the Alexa or look at the um, the Google Nest devices. Right. I mean, these are interfaces specialized. Yeah. that are, yeah, very specialized. They're meant to be used from further away. They're meant to be right. like, you look at something, but you interact with it with your voice primarily and stuff. It's very different. So yeah, maybe they're doing all that. I'd love to see it. Um, I'd love to hear an announcement about it even. But yeah, it seems my, my like guess that, is we're still a year away from something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which would yeah, make them same. five years too late. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice to see them be a little more active in, or at least doing a little bit more marketing towards their Internet of Things stuff, their yeah, home right. stuff, their yeah. home kit stuff. I mean, it's honestly not nearly as bad as it once was. It's pretty good. Yeah. They just, you know, most people don't necessarily know, even know where to begin. Yeah. And yeah, they, 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 the pieces are very much in place for it to be a real robust network of, of smart home stuff. They just, you know, it's all very disparate and you have to really know what you're looking for, know what you're doing to yeah. get it to work. Yeah. What's the name of that, um, that new smart home alliance? Uh, Thread? Called again. A matter, Thread? I think it's, it's matter. a matter. That's it. Oh, matter. Thread, Thread is a uh, networking protocol and Apple is. Oh, right, right. Um, and they actually already, it's like a mesh Bluetooth based networking protocol and Apple is right. one of the first ones to have devices. The, the new Apple TV and the, the HomePod mini are like some of the first thread devices, but, uh, yeah, matter it, that's the Zigbee Alliance and Google and Amazon and Apple, and they're all getting together and going like, how do we make smart home devices all talk and work together? And, um, I think Google even came out and confirmed that it would let like your nest thermostat work in the home app on your iphone which hasn't been a thing at all and stuff so these are the kind of things that maybe that's what apple's thinking like now that we have a standard an interoperability standard everyone's on board these things are going to start coming out and we need much much broader support maybe we need to have a separate home OS. yeah, yeah which makes you know, perfect it makes sense and i'd love them to be a, i would it would be great for me, if there's this, this whole 10 minute section of the keynote, that's just all about how smart home and this, they're supporting matter and home OS and all these other devices will be coming to your home. It won't just be home kit. It'll be all this other stuff. And we're, and we're moving in that direction, even if there's not a exact new hardware thing for them to sell. So most of the buzz leading up to WWDC seems to be Mac related. Rumors have kind of picked up this week about the possibility that Apple will reveal new MacBook Pros at WWDC. Yeah, that, that's looking like a like a bit, a bit of a slam dunk at this point. Yeah. yeah, I am. I am. This is the things that I'm most excited about. Yeah, yeah. New 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros with a new app, higher end than M1 Apple Silicon M2 yeah. M1X, whatever they call it, some higher end thing. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would bet um, those are definitely coming at this point. I don't know if they're going to ship. They might not ship for a month or so, a couple of weeks. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we'll definitely see those. And this We've, is, I mean, they we they almost have to. There really hasn't been a developer M1 machine yet. I mean, listen, I'm sure plenty of developers are buying the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air and the Mac, Mac Mini, Mini and stuff, yeah. but. If you're selling to this to this crowd who wants power and performance and expandability and all mm. stuff, you know those those machines are they're more consumer based. Yeah. So and they have a two year timetable to switch them all, so it's got to happen. Right. right. Um, 
but we're hearing it's not going to be like the current M1 crop, which is just stick an M1 chip in the existing shell. Right. This, right. this is a this is actually a redesign and stuff new, too, yeah. which will take some cues from. You can look at the new 24 inch iMac for like where are they going in their industrial design. Maybe they'll have colors and maybe they won't, but like that sort of squared off, more squared off yeah. corners and flat edges and all that other stuff. Um, that's supposedly what we can expect from these. And I think that's great. Yeah. There's um, stuff we have no idea about, like, will it have face ID? Will it have a mini LED display? All this, all these things I really still want to know, but 14 mm -hmm. inch MacBook pro, but with there's a, a lot chip of is what that's what I'm in the market for. <laughs> yeah. Plus looks like HDMI SD card reader for Thunderbolt yeah. ports. Like we're getting the stuff that we need. We want we the touch bar. It sounds like Apple's really building like a, the pro laptop that really people have just been dying to for just like, give us what we know, you know, enough mm -hmm. with the dimness enough with the, the features that you know people don't need just give us the, the power and the ports that we want and and save the other stuff for the for your other laptops you know the rumors about what this chip is are pretty crazy it's yeah um it's said to be imagine an m1 but instead of four high efficiency cores and four high performance cores it's got two high efficiency cores and eight high performance cores so nearly double the yeah. cpu yeah. performance yeah. gpu cores instead of eight either 16 or 32. So like maybe a higher, the high end option, models option. have four times the GPU cores yeah. and Ram from 16 to 64 gigs, which makes me think yeah. um, if the minimum's 16, then I, I kind of feel like that's, that confirms to me that they're doing a double wide memory bus, um, which means more memory bandwidth and stuff. And then some improvements to the neural engine and stuff. So yeah, th that thing is just going to fly. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to put, Every we're gonna in for another whole month of articles about how Apple's dunking on Intel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And this even more so with this chip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if yeah. there's a 32 core GPU version. That's yeah. just gonna yeah. smoke like any yeah. reasonable Intel chip. I have no idea what these systems will cost, but anything comparably priced, it's just based, yeah, based on the the, the M1. In, in line with so the, the 16 inch pro starts at i think 2300 and yeah I, I would guess it's around that and a 14 inch probably around 1800 or 2000 yeah a lot of people are saying like they can't, can't do mini led without maybe boosting not. the price a lot maybe but not. i'm thinking you know no they're maybe they're that's pulling, maybe that's an option they're pulling out the touch the touch bar number okay. one yeah that's and true. and number two they're not throwing in a separate any a separate discrete gpu that they gotta buy right with, with ram right, right? right. so plus they're presumably they're, saving money by making their own chip <laughs> yeah there's that too. So even, as, as enormous <laughs> as this chip is going to be this is going to be a ridiculous 20 billion transistor chip yeah like you know even given all that like i feel, I feel like they could preserve their 30 percent, 30 percent, and and still be at their same ish price levels yeah i agree for comparable things so yeah. Whatever this chip is that we're hearing, um, we, we hear that uh, there's a rumor it's going to be a new Mac Mini, the high-end Mac Mini with this chip that also has a bit of a redesign, a little thinner, has the same power plug as the 24-inch iMac, that magnetic power plug, gives you your Thunderbolt ports back, <laughs> gives yeah. you back your four Thunderbolt ports. That'd be cool. And, and I imagine that when they do the bigger iMac, this is what's going to be in that too. Yeah. Uh, wasn't didn't uh, Mark Gurman at Bloomberg report that the bigger iMac has been kind of pushed back a little bit? 
Yeah, we don't yeah. expect that at WWDC. That's yeah. or uh, none of the rumors seem to think that's coming, but it's coming this year, like later yeah. this year. Yeah. Which makes sense, you know, put Which some distance sense. between that and the and the and the twenty four inch, right? Yeah. Um, and if you're ready, if you're already re- releasing Pro machines, the the PowerBook, oh, PowerBook, yeah, the, the the MacBook Pro is the one that people buy more. Yeah. Honestly, if you if you're a Mac user and you've been slogging through a decade of these just incremental updates yeah. and just new Intel chips and never changing anything then the pace of releases and change and stuff going on in the Mac right now is just incredible. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah. not even a year into this like Apple Silicon transition and it's already been like the most exciting Mac time ever. <laughs> we haven't heard a lot about Mac OS though. No, like nothing. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. looking, I'm like, did it say anything? No, not not really. a thing. No. It's, no. It's, I mean, it's probably going to be very maintenance-y. If this is just a maintenance release, so to speak, that's fine. A few new features, minor new features would be good, but right. mostly probably, maintenance fixes. Probably still a few privacy things. Things yeah. like, you know, how they changed up the control panel this time around to be more like what you get on iOS, but right. on Macified version. Some of that, some changes to uh, widgets and stuff. If they just bring back the delete message button in messages. <laughs> yeah, you're the, you're the only I'll one I've ever that, that is, on that, <laughs> is on that particular bandwagon. It's probably because I'm the only one who uses messages on the Mac. Everyone uses I use, it, I use it, just, phone. I use it constantly. Yeah, I, I, use I, I use it all the time, but uh, it's just it's funny <laughs> that that particular horse you're beating. <laughs> <laughs> when I, the one thing I miss most in Big Sur is um, I used, I put the calculator widget in my little widget sidebar. And I use that all the time. If I needed to calculate or something, I just like opened my sidebar and it was, you would just start typing and just quickly add up something and it's gone. There's no calculator widget in the new, cause there's new widgets. Yeah. And I just want to calculate widget back. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want in life. So uh, all of that stuff, probably some things that are really all about supporting all this new Apple Silicon hardware. Oh, I have another. Things I want on macOS more than OS changes are some apps. I just want the app ebook system to be everywhere now. Where's my fitness app? Mm. Where's my wallet? Stuff that you have on iOS and even Apple TV now. Yeah. Just make it everywhere. Yeah. I, so yeah, but just bring the ecosystem full circle and, and have everything. Everywhere. They're getting there. They brought the TV app. They, they There's the home app now and stuff. So just bring it all to the Mac. Yeah, the, the, the wallet is particularly frustrating because there's like bits of it, but it's not just yeah, you know, kind of have to dig in settings and yeah. get pieces, and there's not a real wallet app. Yeah, and now that there's Apple Card, like you know, you you need that stuff. Mm-hmm. Rename system preferences to settings. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's on every that other. would create the, the biggest <laughs> <Don't upper> chaos. <laughs> Can you imagine the the it's the, the way the, it is the, on the every... crying and wailing that would that would happen if that would do that. <laughs> it's the way it is on it's what it is, number one. And number two, yeah. it's the way it is on every other Apple product. Listen, so, if you think yeah. Roman's upset about the delete button, imagine <laughs> what happens when they change it to six. <laughs> I would be happy. I would be happy. I would actually be happy because that's fewer words to type. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 745. Thanks to Jason Cross, Michael Zyman, and thank you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app or on Spotify or whatever app you use for podcasts. 
If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time!